What's up and welcome to the 10-Minute Beauty Business Podcast. I'm Lexi Lomax, beauty business coach, salon owner of over a decade, and stylist too. Each episode, I will bring on guests and topics you can relate to, plus a 10-minute beauty business tip. We all need biz solutions fast, and that's what you will find in these tips, something you can use in your business today in 10 minutes or less. No matter what stage you are in your beauty business, independent, commission, salon owner, or dreaming somewhere in between, 10-Minute Beauty Business is here to serve you. Now let's get to it. What's up? All right, so I had big plans because this is the 50th episode of the 10-Minute Beauty Business Podcast, and I'm I, I'm just elated that we're still here 50 episodes later. Um, that's about an episode a week minus some weeks that I missed for a whole year. So like plus or minus, I'm feeling pretty good. I am so grateful to you for listening to the podcast, and I promise that as we move forward – the podcast will continue to bring you more and more value. It's my goal for the time that we spend here today to be worth your time and to be worth your effort in hanging out with me. And so I'm starting something new that's kind of old. Um, I'm going to be going live every Monday until I don't feel like it, I guess, <laughs> until it doesn't work for you and it doesn't work for me on Instagram and answering those questions. Um, so if you have any questions, it's basically like live coaching for free that you're welcome to send to me in a DM. You're welcome to send to me however you can get it to me. Um, but Instagram DM at Lomax, L-O-M-A-X dot Lexi, L-E-X-I is the best way to find me. And that's just what you're going to get today on this episode. I don't know if I'm going to sprinkle these in in the future, if I'm going to split the questions up to give you like midweek episodes. I'm not sure yet. It just really depends on what you want from me and what you think about these and how the lives continue to go. So this is something that I used to do all the time. I went live at five every week for about a year well before I started the podcast and uh, it was a wonderful time for me to connect with you live in person right there Um, sometimes bringing guests on to ask questions sometimes sharing our screen sometimes just like hanging out so that's exactly what I'm going to continue to do but now I can save it and bring it to the podcast so today is our first back at it live at five episode here on the podcast and these questions were submitted via um, the sticker question on Instagram stories and I'm happy to answer them for you here please keep in mind this is um, a live recording so it is what it is and I am so excited for the next couple of Mondays going live. I want to make sure that you know that now you can sign up for the webinar that I am teaching on January 4th all about goal setting and annual planning in your business for 2021. So mark your calendars, go to the link in my bio, the link in the show notes and get signed up for that webinar completely free. It is an hour masterclass where I am just going to share all of the deets, all the scoop on how to have the most successful 2021 ahead while keeping in mind your business goals, your personal goals, and how we plan for all of that in your business. So without further ado, here is the live from Instagram from a week ago, and we are going to dive into this each week. I don't know what it's going to look like. You let me know. Maybe you're like, I already watched it live, Lexi. I don't need to hear it again on the podcast. Or maybe you're like, hey, I would love a long form episode from you, but also can you just sprinkle these in throughout the week so that we have more episodes from the 10 Minute Beauty Business Podcast. So here you go. And we are going to just 
hang out. If you have questions about your beauty business, like if you have burning beauty business questions, pop them in the chat and you can even do a question sticker if you want. Um, or do I do that? I'm not really sure. Um, they didn't have question stickers when I used to go live all the time. So you can just pop them in the comments and I will totally try to catch up. But for now, I'm going to get started and answer um, the first question that I got via my stories from you. So um, Lisa says, how do you handle last minute cancellations due to I think I have the Rona. So um, for clients that are sick or clients that might be sick and they just don't know, and right now obviously symptoms are very important for us to monitor in, in terms of like if people don't feel well, you don't want them in your chair. So how do you handle that? Well, in my salon and for me, I think, you know, like, yes, you must have an epic cancellation policy in place in your business. You must have cancellation fees and things that you are going to have as a standard practice in your business. However, with coronavirus, my personal point of view is that you view them letting you know that they were sick as a blessing and you don't charge them like there's no cancellation fees of course you hope that they give you plenty of notice but what are you gonna do I mean like there is no option and and the reason that I don't think that you should charge them is that we are all like everybody says in this together and so like you need to respect that your client gave you the like the notice that they weren't feeling well and give them back the respect that there's nothing they can do about it right like there's not a whole lot that we can do about them not feeling well and you certainly don't want them to come to you. So if I think cancellation fees, cancellation policies are kind of out the window with coronavirus, yes, I totally understand why you're asking this question because it sucks to get canceled on. Um, you know, we've had a ton of that in the salon and I just think that you take it as a blessing and you say thank you for letting me know and we'll reschedule you. And the reason that I don't think you need to implement, well, you might need to implement your cancellation policy. If this is a client that is constantly abusing you and things like that, like then you you handle it however you want to handle it. If you think they're lying, I don't know. Um, that's a whole other topic. But as a, as a standard practice for me and in our salon, we are – waiving cancellation fees we're addressing it and saying hey we're waiving the cancellation fee but like you need to take care of your clients because we need to maintain our guests we need to love on our people right now these are people that supported us this whole year while we were closed these are the people that bought products from product pickup days that took touch-up kits when we weren't open and maybe you're not open right now and and they're still the people that are loving on you so they support your business. You got to support them. And I personally am not a fan of cancellation fees and enforcing a cancellation policy in the pandemic we're living in. Now, you may disagree. Let me know in the comments if you are charging a cancellation fee and if how it's gone. I, I personally just think that you've got to take care of your clients. We're in a moment in our businesses where maintenance is really, really, really really important. <laughs> like we need to maintain the clients that we have. As as you know, in the salon, salons have seen a hit. In California, we've been closed 20 freaking weeks of 52 this year. That is unbelievably difficult for any business to sustain. And when you have those closures, you're likely to lose clients just because of the change in itself. And then beyond that, because people don't want to come to the salon, maybe for whatever reasons they may have, regarding the pandemic. So 
this is when you got to love on your people, right? So that's my best practice on the question, how do you handle last minutes? I think I have coronavirus cancellations. Now, with that being said, hey guys, thanks for joining. Um, I think it's really important for you to reiterate that you do have a cancellation policy. I want you to make sure that you have a cancellation policy in place. If you do not have one in place, this is when you do the work and you create your cancellation policy and you share it with your guests and you say, because of the pandemic, we are not enforcing our cancellation policy, but you know, like, please let us know when you're better and we'll see you, right? End of story. But just make sure that you've got one in place. So that is my take on that one. So um, let's see. Oh, next question. Bronwyn says, can you talk about how to address when a client isn't a good fit for you? So this is tricky, right? This is tricky. And um, sometimes they're just not a good fit. So think about, we've all, you've got somebody in your mind. I have one in my mind. When I very first started, I handled it so wrong. Can I just tell you? I handled it freaking terrible. So I, I, I'm thinking of this lady. I know you're thinking of one too, you know, of your client that just wasn't a good fit for you. And so why are they not a good fit for you is the first thing that I think you need to address. So for me, this woman wasn't a good fit for me because honestly, I was a new stylist. I was not good enough at that point in my skill set to accommodate what she was looking for. She wanted a really specific A-line bob and I just didn't cut the muster when it came to that haircut. Now, I also have to full on admit that I hated having her in my chair. She was what we call the dark cloud. And the dark cloud came and it just like sucked the energy out of me. She was like a dementor from Harry Potter. And... um. And it was awful, 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 awful. So there were two reasons why she wasn't a good fit for me. One, we weren't a good energy fit. We weren't a good fit just personality-wise. I'm like sunshine and rainbows and she was the darkest cloud of the whole world. So how do you handle that though? So first you have to identify why. So can I give you a solution? Can I say like your energy just like really is terrible and you make me feel uncomfortable and I hate my job when you're in my chair? Not the best way to go about that. But there are things that you can say and and how you suggest they move on to another stylist is a, a very valid and a reasonable conversation to have if you're an adult and if you treat your business as a business. So for the first situation where it's like we're just not a good energy fit, whatever, you can you can come up with a lot of different ways to have that conversation. But what I will say is that First and foremost, you have to admit your fault in the situation if there are any, like with the example number two that I gave you, which was that I wasn't really able to deliver on her, you know, on, on her goals. So her, when, when a stylist is behind the chair and you have a client in front of you, you are in essence having an agreement every single time that client sits in your chair. And the agreement is... I want balayage or baby lights or, oh, my watch is telling me to breathe because I'm talking too fast. It, you know, it, it, you, you want whatever you want as a client. You want this look. You want the overall thing to go your way. And while we can magically snap our fingers and sometimes make that happen, sometimes we don't have the skill set. And so it's best to address these things in the consultation because that's the agreement. And if you want to still move forward with the agreement, then great. But if you don't have the skill set or you, you're you not really sure or you're, you're like, 
okay, well, if I really push your hair, it like might fry off. Um, or if I, I'm kind of like jeopardizing my own integrity over the, over what I do or if something doesn't feel right, you need to communicate that in the consultation so the client has an opportunity to get out of your chair. So that's like the easiest way to do it because then you're not like fixing the mistake later. So for me, that's not what I did. I cut the A-line and it wasn't so great and it wasn't as stacked as she wanted it and it wasn't this precision bob. It was Alexi's just a brand new hairstylist bob. And it wasn't good. But I should have said, I don't think I'm the stylist to do this for you. Like I think that we that I have a little bit of growth and you should see Mallory because she is the queen of precision cutting in my salon. And um, and that's who she should have been referred to. Now that's different than the dark cloud energy though, right? So if you're, you have to, if you, it's easy enough to refer out because it's your fault and you take responsibility if you're mature and if you can't uphold the agreement. Now, if you violated the agreement and you tried your best and they're still not happy, then you've got to, when it comes time to for the next rebooking, you have that conversation ahead of time, right? If you're like, I just don't think I'm really delivering on what you want today, that's all you got to say. I think people understand that. And for sure, they respect you taking responsibility for the lack of of whatever it is. In fact, we had this conversation last week at the salon with one of my stylists and she's, you know, it's not something she does all the time. She loves the woman. The woman loves the way she colors her hair, but she doesn't really love the cut. Like it's not performing for her the way that she likes it. And it's not this client special or it's not this stylist specialty in terms of the cut that she's looking for. And so she said, hey, look, I'm going to give it one last shot today. And this is in the consultation. And and look, you may be better off seeing one of my fellow stylists who can kill this cut and you're going to love it. And we'll try to get today. And if not, then we'll grab Nadine and we'll get her in on this. You know, so these are the conversations that help you avoid that. Now, if you get the, the dark cloud and you're like, oh, I don't like this lady and she like just sucks the life right out of me then you have to make a decision and and be an adult and and be respectful in your business and also you know treat your business as such and say hey Lexi like I really just don't feel like we're clicking during these appointments I feel best when I feel good when you leave after I can then that's how I can give you my best services right like those are the things the kind of like terms and keywords and I 100% would write a script commit this sucker to memory so that you don't go like you know and stumble over your words and say oh I actually just don't really like you like that's exactly what you want to avoid right so you have to come up with a little script and say hey, you know what, Lexi, like I really don't feel that I have been able to give you my best. There's something about like our connection here and I'm just not delivering on the agreement in the way that I want to and I would love to keep you in the salon. I would love for you to see Rayanne and, and, or so-and-so or whoever it is and, and you're really going to be a great fit for her. And I promise you, just because they're not a good fit for you doesn't mean that they won't be a good fit for someone else. Like you just may not I mean, not everybody's boyfriend is good for everybody, right? Like you've got to find who's right for you. And so like you don't want to be like, oh, I don't like you or hide from them or be deceitful and or anything like that. Like you just want to be up front. And I don't think it's a big deal to say that I just don't feel like I'm fulfilling the agreement and it makes me feel really terrible about my job and the work that I'm doing here with you. And I would love if I could see you just as a fellow client in the salon and not necessarily to have you sit in my chair. And I think if you say it with a smile and you're not an a-hole, it will go okay. It will. It will go okay. And if it doesn't go okay, well, who cares? You don't want them anyways. I mean, kind of like, what do you have to lose? 
<laughs> like there's not a lot to lose. So you're trying to do it in the best way possible. Be mature. Be an adult. And when they're not a good fit for you, be honest. Like you are in business for you, right? Like you're, you are even – regardless of what you do in the salon, you're a human and you're you're a brand as you show up and you exchange services for money and you are the person that does that. It's really different because we provide services that are an extension of what's up here in our noodle. And so when I do something and it doesn't feel good, I should be able to say that. Like if you're an artist and you paint a painting and you don't like it, doesn't mean you have to put it in the gallery. But sometimes people have to wear that hair around. <laughs> well, they do have to wear that hair around or they have to get it fixed, right? So if you are like, you know, I'm just not like feeling in my most artistic moment, like go see Rayanne for a couple of times and let's see how your hair turns out and see if you like it. Leave it open-ended. You don't have to say I'll never see you again, right? What's up, Melissa? Hey, Michelle, Tanika. Oh my gosh, so many of you. What's up? What's up? What's up? Kate is here and Carissa, how are you? Um, yeah, if you guys have other questions, so I'm just answering questions that were sent to me via DM over the last week and my plan is every week I'll go live at five and we'll kind of do Q&A at least through the end of this year. And um, so if you have any questions, just pop them in the, the chat and I will read them and answer your questions here on the fly. I kind of want this to be like live Q&A, uh, just like coaching if you have any questions. And we can kind of go back and forth. We'll see how it goes. I'm hopeful that every week we'll have more questions or maybe we'll have some longer form questions and roll with it, right? Um, I love to go live and hang out with you guys. This is so fun. Um, and I'm also recording them to be a podcast. So I've got my mic right here. Well, and the pop filter and all that. Um, so I'm recording and we're going to try to have like some little shorter episodes and, and bop them around. So if you are listening now and you're like, oh, I want to come back to this, it'll be an IGTV. And I'll make it a podcast where you can listen on Spotify or iTunes and the link in my bio and all those things that we always say. So let's see. We'll do one more question today and then I'll see if there's any questions in the chat. Um, so here's a tricky one. Anique. Um, what's up, Anique? She says, growing in 2020 and marketing and advertising. So I think that's like, you know. That's a big deal. That's That doesn't even have a question mark, but it's it's a lot of questions packed into that little statement. So growing in 2020, it's, it's definitely, like I mentioned before, it's a challenge this year and we really should be focusing on maintenance. However, I also got another question that I'll kind of tie into this one, which is how do you market yourself as a young brand new cosmetologist or maybe just finishing beauty school? How do you grow your clientele this year? How do you grow your clientele in this climate of pandemic? And and look, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's just how I can't. I don't do that. Um, it's going to be hard. But there are some real gems of people out there looking for you. And they're looking for something new this year. And so maybe provide that. So here's the one thing that I will say about growth in any environment, in any climate. You have to know, you guys are going to laugh <laughs> because you've heard me say this a million times what you do, and who you do it for. All right, so what do you do? What is your offer? What is it that you're so great at? What is it that you do better than anyone else? What is it? Like, what is it that you do? What is your offer? And and then who do you do it for? Because if you do everything for everybody, you're going to be tired. And you're not going to be fulfilled. And you're going to be doggy paddling your life away, trying to figure out, what the heck to do next because it's not going to be sustainable. And so while I'm 
you know, the question is how to grow in 2020 and how marketing and advertising all gets together. Unless your foundation is solid, you are you're just setting yourself up for an uphill battle. Literally, why do you want to work hard? Or more hard. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope you want to work a little bit hard. But like, why do you want to work harder than you have to? You don't. You don't. You really, really don't. But we often just start doing something because it feels right or somebody else is doing it or like, ooh, shiny object, squirrel, all that stuff that goes on. That's not how you want to live. Like that is not how you want to live and that is not how I want to coach you in your business. I want you to have a solid plan. And so until you know exactly what you do and who you do it for, and as a young cosmetologist, it takes a little bit of time to figure that out. Now I know Anique is not. She's an expert in her field actually in extensions. But if you are trying to figure it out, or let's say you're an established stylist, but you kind of are like the, the potpourri, like you do the mixed bag act. So you do a lot of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this, like, you know, some balayage, some baby lights, maybe some root touch-ups. Oh, I do vivids too. Like, yes, that's fine if you can do everything. I absolutely think you should be well-versed in your craft. But what are you the best thing? What, like, what is the best thing that you do? What, what is the thing that you're like, yep, I, I crush? I crush at that. Like, what is that thing? And and maybe that's not, like, so easy to pick out because it's, you know, vivids are easy to see if somebody's good at vivids, right? Like, you can, you can see that. But maybe it's, I'm really good and I, I'm, I'm excellent at specializing in natural beauty and helping you feel your best in my chair. Like, when you leave my chair – I'm really good at making everybody feel crazy good about themselves and they leave like a little bit enhanced version of, of, of themselves. They just feel like, ooh, I got like leveled up in her chair, right? Like they got the glow up and that is exact, that's fine. Like you don't have to be everything to everybody and it doesn't have to be like one technique. Like I'm the queen of baby lights. Well, maybe you are, but th- you don't have to be that specific. All I'm saying is, is that you need to know exactly what your like specialty is and then hone in on that and drive that home. You share that in your marketing and your advertising, which is the second part of her question. So maybe you are vivid queen. Maybe you're the baby light queen. Maybe you're like me. And the example I gave you is that I really just enhance natural beauty. That is what I do. I like you to sit in my chair and I like to say, man, it would look great if we just put like a little pop around your face, but I just still want you to be a brunette. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the kind of hair that I like to do. And I'm sure you do some of that too. But maybe you're an expert in X, Y, or Z. And if that's the case, how do you communicate that? So you take that thing, that what you do, and then you make sure it connects like ball in mitt to who you do it for. So if I specialize in natural beauty, that means that I can kind of see a lot of people. If I specialize in vivids though, you have a narrower audience. But that doesn't mean you can't go crazy deep with them and you show up and you support them and you take care of everybody in that little bubble that you want to take care of. So whether that's on social media, that's an email marketing, that's in your like text marketing, uh, in your affiliate marketing, like Literally, in every single thing that you offer, right, you have to be showing up in that way, showing that's what you do. Because if you show up and say, I just do hair, it doesn't really do it for me. I know lots of people that just do hair, right? Like, that's yeah, not that exciting. But if you say, "I, hey, what's up? I'm Lexi. I specialize in natural beauty. I love it when clients sit in my chair and I get to just accentuate their best 
features and just like give them a little bit of a glow up. Like that is what I like to do. And a lot of that involves like covering gray hair. It's not that sexy, but it works. And I like to do it and I like the people that sit in my chair. And that's what works for me. Now that might be boring AF to some of you. Root touch up after root touch up, right? Maybe that's not what you want to do. But sometimes, you know, we throw in a little highlight, a little balayage. Like we're doing some face rimming. Maybe we throw in extensions where... They're thin around the face. Like these are things that all accentuate natural beauty. Now, when you know what you do and who you do it for, yes, you have to market yourself. You have to share what you do and that is exactly what marketing is. And same with advertising. Advertising just means you pay for it. Marketing is kind of like the overall like thing. Advertising is one of the tactics within a marketing strategy. So in that... Okay, how do you do that? So now I know what I do. I specialize in natural beauty. I know who I do it for. Mine is a little bit broad, but I'm, I'm looking for mostly women. I have a target audience that I've, I've kind of niched down, and this is all stuff that we really dive deep into inside of my mastermind. But um, And if you need help with that, just DM me. I can send you worksheets. I can have a chat. We can... I'm your girl, right? Like I'm. this is all free coaching and I want to do it with you. Um, I want you to fully dive in and not just listen to this conversation here, but also do the work and like implement it in, in your business so that you can improve, right? That's the whole idea, um, especially in this year. So while you have figured out what you do and who you do it for, now you need to figure out how to share that message. So an easy way to do that is social media. You can just like straight up tell people, like I specialize in natural beauty, put it in your Instagram bio and that's a a great marketing tool right there your Instagram bio like maximize that little guy it needs to be full on like every single thing in your Instagram bio needs to work for you that is free marketing and that is the first thing people see when they find your Instagram page so for sure utilize all social media you should have it on your website if you have one or on your booking app it needs to say all these things about you And so make sure that you're doing things that are free. Now, as far as advertising goes in 2020, I would be very cautious with my advertising dollars. I would go like kind of homegrown. I would go as uh, low-key on advertising as I can. There are certain things that work really well. I know for us in my salon, we've we've done a lot of Yelp advertising and that works wonders, but it is not inexpensive. And this is not exactly the moment in time where I'm like, hey, let's spend all the money in the world and see what happens. No, I'll I'll bet on me first. I'll bet on exhausting every avenue that I can try to connect with my community, to reach out to current clients and, and say like, hey, I'm looking to build my clientele. This year has been hard. You're a wonderful client because you already fit my target customer, uh, like ideal customer avatar or whatever you want to call it. And and I bet you have friends just like you. Like you know, those are the referrals we want. So in terms of advertising, I would go homegrown, like kind of, grassroots advertising first before I dumped a bunch of money into something. If you're just like dying to spend money, then you need to make sure wherever you advertise spend that it has a return on investment. I would start small and throw money at it only when it works. So that is that for growing in 2020 and marketing and advertising. And in terms of just growth in general, remember that this is your moment to really take care of your clients the ones that are in your chair already, and to really love on them and and give them back the support and the care that they have given to us this year because it's been wild, as you know. I don't need to tell you. But it has – their support is actually – 
pretty dang amazing. And it kind of blows my socks off when I think about the clients at the salon who have supported us at Ooh La and and each other. And so I think this is really time to maintain your clientele and wow the clients that sit in your chair, regardless of it's their first time or their 400th time. Um, and, and so keep that in mind. And when it comes to growth and as a new stylist, it's, it's going to be work, but if you know what you do and you kind of niche down and you specialize in something, you will see results over time. And yeah, you're going to have to maybe take some weird stuff in the process because that's you're growing. You're growing. Uh-oh. Oh, we paused. All right, here we're back. Anyways, so as you're growing, you're going to have to figure out all of these things and, and you're going to have to see some clients that maybe you – wouldn't they're not your ideal customer but you got to grow you got to learn you got to try different things to know what it is that you're really good at and so I think just be open and know what your end goal is but move towards just meeting people and connecting with people connecting in your community reaching out being a connector yourself connecting you know clients with other businesses and things that that serve your ideal audience and and I know we can't get out there and like really rub elbows and kiss babies and all that kind of stuff uh because of the pandemic but you can certainly connect with people online if you are clear in your vision of what you do and who you do it for. And and don't try to be everything to every single person. It's just really um, taxing and no way to build a business. You want to start with the best foundation possible and have a really good solid strategy and plan in place as you plan to grow and know that you're going to have to pivot and take clients that aren't your ideal client. Um, I'm sure a lot of you watching and listening right now you've you have all those memories of when you first started and and building and it it's wild right but those are the things that help us to grow into the stylist that we are today and the stylist that we will be in the future and so keep your head up and know that you know it's going to happen you just need to be open and focused on your business. So that's it for today. I'm under 30 minutes. Can you believe it? Uh, and I almost can't. So let's re- mark your calendar next week. Mondays, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard. I'm coming back. If you have any questions, I don't think I missed any here, but let me double check. Yep. All right. Thank you guys for coming in and hanging out with me. Such great advice. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, lots of highs and faces and hearts and all good stuff. Um, thanks for hanging out with me tonight. And I'll be back next week. If you have any questions or just anything that you're like, hey, that's kind of tricky for me in my business, whether that's inventory or um, how to train an assistant or how to find an assistant or what do you do with an assistant first or like I don't know whatever any like burning business question or something that you're just like scratching your head about or you don't have quite figured out I'm going to go out on a limb and say I probably have an answer or at least somewhere that I could point you in the right direction. After 14 years as a salon owner con- and, and continuing on, um, I've had a lot of different experiences in this industry and I'm happy to share them here with you. I'm all about sharing my answers and I want you to have the best possible foundation moving forward in your beauty business. I'm here for this industry. I'm here for you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful week. I will see you next Monday. So that's it. Our first Live 5 podcast episode IGTV crossover is in the books. That is where I am going to ask you for a favor. If you have any burning business questions or burning beauty business questions, I would love it so much if you send them my way because I am going to go live every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And if you're Central 
you're in between there. Um, and so I would love to help answer your question. Don't think that any question is too big or too small. Um, look, it's all relevant and you are not the only person with that question. When I would teach in salon all the time, I used to say the smartest person is the question that, or the person that asks all the questions. Um, because that person is paying attention. That person is doing the dang thing and figuring it all out. So no question is stupid. No question is silly. And I'm here to answer any and all questions you may have about your beauty business. So make sure you send me over those questions. I'm going live Monday at 5. So depending on when you're listening to this, you can go back and watch the actual video on IGTV if you want. Or you're more than welcome to, of course, come back and check the podcast here. And I'm going to figure out where I put them. So I'm going to rely on you to help me to decide if this is a regular occurrence here on the podcast or just sprinkle, you know, some of those really big aha moments in as smaller episodes. So you tell me. I can't wait for your feedback. And I also want to wish you the merriest Christmas, the happiest holidays, the happy whatever you celebrate because this is a time that we can be with family, potentially even if it's on Zoom, be with our loved ones, have a little downtime and relax after this year. And I hope that you truly invest in yourself and get a little R&R, whatever that looks like for you. I know for me, I'm going to be taking quite a bit of time off in the next couple of weeks and I'm looking forward to it. If I'm being really honest, I think that it's time for this old gal and um, and, <laughs> and that's what I will say about that. But really through quarantine, even though my salon has been closed uh, multiple times this year and um, you know we've had our hardships there, I really haven't had much downtime. I've been working my buns off trying to maintain for my team and for you guys and make sure that, that you have what you needed from me in terms of a coach this year. And so I am very happy to – um, say that I'm going to take a dang break. And so if you send me a DM and it takes longer for me to respond or you have something going on and, you know, you want you reach out and, and I'm a little slow, um, you'll know why. So if you are a current student, of course, don't worry. You already knew that. Um, and I'm here for you guys. I obviously will still respond. But, you know, I'm going to take that break and I'm encouraging you to do the same. So enjoy the holidays and I will talk to you very, very soon. 